Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. What did you think about the quality of the last one? It sounded good. I could hear some of the wind. Yeah. And uh, whatever noise people are making, but uh, it sounded nice. Yeah, that's what I think. And it's like, it's kind of, it's like I said, it's almost cooler that it's a cheaper setup. Because what I'm interested in more than anything else is, um, one, having a conversation. And two, in a very weird, almost arrogant way that I hope I learn to deal with later, showing other people, like, what is interesting about regular life to me. How, why is it, and, and, and to build it into the Chef of X thing, even though really Chef of X is built out from who I am, uh, the, a big part of why it's interesting is because I'm like, a curious person naturally and because I'm interested in structure naturally because I'm interested in reasoning and seeing how things fit and seeing how things work and I regularly apply that to my my daily life you know so the way that you and I or you helped me um, analyze sports or think about sports think about what types of things concern me think about the different structures that are involved and how those play into the overall product of for example the uh, FIFA World Cup versus the Olympic soccer games and how politics might play a role and um, how consumers um, get more involved in one versus another you know or or the way that um, just the way that FIFA is a very powerful organization, but they didn't set in line these rules about um, how long your presidency can last, and it turns out somebody had one that lasted a long time, and, you know, that corruption plays a role in the final product that the consumers get. Uh, That's way more important than the sound quality, and the convenience of being able to just use a phone and not do anything else is undeniable, you know? Plus, this is like... I've seen people, there are people who just had, like, almost shotgun mic. Well, okay, so a shotgun mic is the type that you would see um, in, uh, in movie sets, where there's somebody holding a long stick and there's a cylindrical mic, and it's very far away. You can't see it in the shots, but it captures a little bit of the sound from around, but mostly just sounds from the tip. I think. I could be wrong on that. The shape is correct. I'm not sure about the sound capture. I might be wrong. But there are people who do, who just, you know, there are attachments like that. And I'm, I'm thinking based on these, you know, outside recordings, maybe that's the better move overall anyway. It's just having a show, you know, this or one little extra thing. Yeah. Because the clips would be nice, but then you have all the strings and wires. And having one in the middle would be nice, but usually it sounds bad based on my YouTube experiences. Actually, Another thing I wanted to do is move this. It's about at four minutes. Move this to a slightly more isolated thing. That way, if we tap on here, it still picks it up, but it's not, you know. <laughs> That's actually the sound we would want to hear. Speaking of which, let's, let's go there. The penguin. So, how do you start the story between you and this penguin, and what is its significance to you, and why is it important? Well, penguins are my favorite animals. 
uh, partly because they're birds, but they can't fly, which makes them unique. Yeah. And uh, I just well, I think <laughs> ostriches are also. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. I see where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, it it's still makes bleeding. them unique. It's right, just yeah. they're not the only ones <laughs> yeah. in the group. The, it's it's a unique group yeah. of birds. Yeah. But surviving in the uh, in the South Pole is difficult. Yeah. And uh, taking care of your eggs and your chicks and your baby penguins is something that is quite a feat. Such extreme weather and isolation. But also, how I got this penguin uh, summer before third grade, we went on a trip around America. We went to uh, Vermont. Had sample maple syrup. Who you and who else? Uh, my brother, my mom, and my father. Okay. And uh, we also went to Nashville's, and uh, we went to Mount Rushmore. We went all over the country during that summer, and we also went to Oregon, which is where my one of my cousins live and his family. And we went to a gift shop, and uh, my brother and I both got a stuffed animal penguin. He named uh, he named it Hank. And I named it George after George W. Bush. That's right. <laughs> so, I, so I had the penguin since I was eight. Wait, wait, were you a fan of Bush at that time? No, I just, it was the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> my brother, when he, during, my brother during adolescence was very uh, into politics. Yeah. But uh, not me. Uh, I Why just, not? Uh, I got exposed to it. Like, we watched the news every night. Uh, Fox News? NBC, Nightly News. NBC. And their news in Bay Area, but uh, I didn't follow as closely as him because yeah. he uh, eventually got a job on the Hillary campaign and uh, for the also the Democratic Party in New Hampshire. So he's really into that stuff. Uh, so I had this penguin. I slept with it all the time, and I got to the point where I was probably 11, 12. It came to an issue because I lied down on the carpet and uh, upstairs for my penguin and. My parents thought I was taking away from doing work, so eventually they took the penguin away. Wow! Along with my other stuffed animal penguin, which has a snowman's hat and a little scarf wrapped around it. A few years later, they uh, re uh, they gave it back to me on Christmas, but then they took it away again, and I haven't seen him since until my birthday, which this year your birthday? Yeah. Wow! Which this is a present again, except not Christmas, but when I was born, my birthday. Yeah. Well, the funny spin on it is, you know, <laughs> that that's a, it's an easy present. Yeah. <laughs> you just steal something from somebody and then give it back, <laughs> and you know they want it. Yeah. Um, why did you get it taken away the second time? Uh, I think it was the same issue. Yeah. Spending too much time Spending with it. Spending too much time, yeah. Yeah, it came like a burden. Something that's just should be stopped. Yeah. This is productive with it wow that's an interesting way to deal with that because in the context of you know some of your abnormal experiences uh, hold on During the last one that I recorded, I was in the rec room, and uh, a 
we picked the wrong time <laughs> because it was right before medication time. And uh, <laughs> just bro, people just came in, it got out, super yeah. loud, and then, you know, somebody threw Avatar in there in the <laughs> middle of it, so it started, you know. Uh, but anyhow, that's the fun of it all. Oh, yeah, so in light of, so I, at the time where, how do you feel, uh, let me ask it this way, how do you feel, you know, your uh, behavior toward the penguin connected to you later on um, being, you know, diagnosed one way or another? Do you feel like, because I think early on in, in my, like, I look back at, Definitely the last year before I had my major breakdown, manic episode. And I think there were certain things that happened, there were certain decisions that I made that made more sense after I understood what a mood disorder was. That didn't really, I didn't really understand my real motivation for doing certain things until I knew what it was. And, you know, a big part of it for me is in general obsessions help depression in general so getting highly involved in things was a coping mechanism for basically my whole life and when I was a kid it was really bad as I got older I actually had enough talent and skill so that I enjoyed whatever I was involved in enough so I didn't even you know it was almost like it kind of helped me prevent myself from being depressed or if I was I just thought like, there were things that I could do to still feel like I was moving forward. Um, writing is a big one. Do you feel that, you know, your penguin and your relationship with the penguin in any way is maybe a coping mechanism, or do you think they're completely unrelated? Uh, I think it's an important part of me. I remember uh, reading it in the yearbook. They had a little uh, sidebar to go with whatever page it was. And someone mentioned they were stuffing up a teddy bear, how I would sleep with it. And they also mentioned other things like uh, a certain jewelry item or something with possessions that they always kept around them that reminded of it. Or watching it when it works, but it's almost significant, has some significance to them nonetheless. Uh, I feel like when I when I sleep alone, I need something to comfort me and remind me that I'm human and I have problems. And I can just talk to the penguin and say, hey, you know, I'm feeling a little down right now. Uh, I just got cut from the soccer team. Can you help console me? And I just imagine the conversation as if this is a real life yeah. person or penguin that could talk. Yeah, I, I, I've definitely done that without... Uh, having a you know a stuffed animal, but I've definitely regularly. In fact, you might have seen me <laughs> uh, um, talk to myself in very specific ways. Like a big way that I'm I've gained control over, I feel, is explaining stuff to myself, and that's like basically what my current creative outlook is uh, formed around. Is that like habit? But there are other ones that I don't have um, a full grip on. 
And the biggest one is imagining, like dreaming, basically. Imagining myself in a scenario that I'm not in and probably will never be in. Simulation. <laughs> yeah, like some kind of a, you know, um, one that I'm trying to think of. The, the recent one, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember it, but I know it's like I'm embarrassed by it. Not, I don't know what part of it is weird. Hopefully during this session I'll remember it, but just past ones have been like, oh, here's a big one. Celebrity. A big <laughs> one right now. That, that's the one where I don't, listen, I don't want to be a celebrity, all right? But... I'm always imagining it anyway, because the reality of it is not something I want. The reality I know, you know, would be, what I do want is to be able to have people in my network that, um, that I have a high level of respect for. So, like, it would be nice to be, so like pseudo-celebrity would be alright, mm. where I'm in a niche and there are other people who are in that niche that it's easier to connect with. They know me, you know? And that's what you do when you, like, get a PhD. You're not a celebrity, but the people who know about, you know, optoelectronics, you want them to know you. That's the whole goal. You want to be in nature. You want to have some subset of uh, the people who are working in science to recognize you and respect your work. Um, that's what I want, for real. I, that's not a joke. I hope I can achieve that in whatever area. Um, you know, in, in Chef of X stuff, it would be science communication. And with this, I guess it would be mental health on some level. To be able to, say, like, be recognized by people who deal with mental health and say, you have contributed to the field by, you know, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what, but by bringing light to it, maybe, um, by being out there. Uh, but other than that, it would be bad. But what I do sometimes is I'll be in a state, especially at night, if I'm alone in my room, where I'm having a conversation with someone giving me an award, or I'm like, um, I'm talking to a celebrity who's like, a, a big thing is being on people's podcasts. You know, there's no way I would actually want to be on. There's certain ones you wouldn't want to be on. <laughs> because once you are, then you're, for the rest of your internet existence, uh, you're going to have to live with whatever you say. Um, so that's one where I find myself randomly discussing it with myself or talking to myself in a way that it would actually look more sane if I did have a stuffed penguin because at least I'm talking to somebody, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but I understand the impulse. I just had never, I've never understood the actual, um, I've never even been around anyone who had done that uh, openly. So I, I, did, I don't know anything about it. So I was hoping maybe you could just uh, bring it to light. And, uh, you know, as usual, I appreciate you sharing. The Chef of X podcast. Mmm, delicious.